You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network and subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nod of the Scribe. Now, need to begin today's episode by dishing out a massive apology to everyone. Yes, yes. And that includes Nada and really even more so I apologize to Nada, which I've done profusely. I profusely have done this via text message trying to show how sincerely apologetic I am. But what happened yesterday, as I'm sure all the loyal listeners know, they didn't get an episode. But we recorded an episode yesterday. Yes, we did. Um we did not send one out because we were lazy and didn't record it. We did not send one out because I forgot to upload my audio Get to, to the Get Google to, to the Google Drive. And I'm not kidding. Yesterday was the first time. I none of this is hyperbolic. Yesterday was the first time in three months or so, two months that I emptied my trash bin and I should do it more frequently, mm-hmm. but it's because of things like this. <laughs> I emptied my trash bin after having put everything from my desktop, the locked on Hornets full episode, all of my dry audio, putting it in there. And then I emptied the trash bin and then not a text me and says, Hey, did you upload Goog- to the Google drive yet? It's like, Oh no, I haven't done that yet. I forgot happens every once in a while. Let me go. Let me try to go put that up there. And I couldn't find it, and I realized, oh bleep, I erased all of the audio that we had put together recording earlier that day. I looked at YouTube videos to try to figure out how to salvage erased <laughs> files from the empty trash bin. Uh, and you have to download some other software, and also this is all in a time crunch because I got to be on the afternoon rush in about 40 or in about 30 minutes, and I haven't left the place yet. So yeah, just a, a nice nice little hour and a half of shame that I experienced yesterday. This is why you did not get an episode and we're going to have to catch up on some sponsors. This is my fault. I, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Yes. Everybody, you can you can yell at me all you want. You can get into my mentions as Nada likes to say. I'm very sorry to you, everyone. Yes, here, here's the thing. First things first, I accept apology. Second thing, getting his mentions, not mine. Leave <laughs> mine alone. I like yeah, mine I, unbothered. I deserve this. I deserve this. Again, blame Walker. Uh, Here's the thing, Walker. While we're doing this, you're doing the afternoon rush. I'm supposed to be producing a spot, producing and recording a spot for NPR, and only one of us managed to do both of this, get both of the assignments right. You know who that Mm -hmm. was? That was me. That wasn't you. (laughs) That was me. I got the assignment. I understood the assignment, as the kids say. So, you know what? I am ashamed of you, but you know what, though? Speaking of things that are not to be ashamed of, 
Let's talk about this Milwaukee Bucks game. How about that? Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I am. Uh, I very am. I'm very sorry. I can't even talk. I'm very sorry to everyone that I didn't do that yesterday. But we've got an episode for you today. And as we mentioned, it's brought to you by Michelob Ultra. We'll get to the Milwaukee Bucks game in just a moment. That is going to be a game that we consider when evaluating who should be the Ultra Player of the Week. Locked On has partnered with Michelob Ultra to create a custom segment across the NBA titled the Ultra Player of the Week. Each week, hosts will identify one player from their team that made the big play, got you on your feet, cheering for your team, ultimately sparking one of the three key emotions, joy, happiness, or enjoyment. Since Michelob Ultra evokes joy, because enjoyment isn't the end of the game, it's the whole game. Also, Michelob Ultra contains 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. So let me ask you this. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? Who is the Ultra Player of the Week? Nada. Is this turning from a Terry Rozier award into a Miles Bridges award for you? Oh, no, this is absolutely a Miles Bridges award at this point. Like, the only other person that can possibly compete for the next couple of weeks hasn't even started practicing yet, and that's LaMelo. Like, literally, this is Miles. Like, I don't understand how this award has become, like, a singular thing for me. Like, it's a couple of weeks of Terry. Then it's Terry again, and I get bored, and I give it to PJ or Miles, or I give it to James Brago. I give it to somebody else. Like, I just want to be able to give it to different people and recognize different people every week. But I do have a suggestion if we're tired of giving it to Miles. Okay, let's hear it. We got to give it to Eric Collins. <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's fine with me. What's your reasoning for Eric Collins? Just because he's the, the man. man is viral, and, and hmm. people are people get mad at me for saying stuff like enjoy him while he en- while he's here because he's going to get a national job, like like stuff like that. Well, I you know what? Maybe we save that for the third segment. I do want to talk a little bit more about that. Like if he's more suited for a local job, but we can get to that in the third segment because I do think you have a point. He's extremely popular, but is he more of like the, Hey, he's awesome down in Charlotte, but maybe we don't want him for ESPN or TNT or whatever. Anyways. Um, you know, not, I'm, I'm fine with giving this award to miles. If you want to give it to Eric Collins, for sure. He's, uh, he's an honorary ultra player of the week, every single week. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm fine with giving this to miles. You know, PJ Washington is a guy that has one bad game in the last seven that he's played. And man, it's been an impressive stretch for old PJ. You look at him ever since he came back and played against Portland, right? So he goes out in that Atlanta game. He's out with an injury and doesn't play for a week. Comes back against Portland, 23 points, 26 points, over 50% from three. Then the Chicago game happens where everyone forgets how to basketball and PJ only plays 13 minutes, only hits one field goal. We know how bad it was, but bam, right after that, Cleveland, 25, Boston, 22, yesterday against Milwaukee, 18. That was after a little bit of a slow start. I think he got off to a, yeah. yeah, um, And some, uh, and some extracurriculers with old Giannis, which you kind of love, right? Like, yeah, I like it. I kind of like it. I, PJ, go after Jan. Like, don't trip him on purpose. I don't think he did, but that's fine. Go ahead and 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 say it with the chest a little bit against old Giannis Attendacumpo. PJ's the only other guy. Um, but it, but it's Miles, man. I mean, Miles continues to be such a huge part with all of the injuries on this team. Mm-hmm. He's he's just playing so well. Oh, look, we've already praised Miles to the nth degree for what he's been doing. He's d- 
deserved it. And yesterday was no different. You know, they lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, 114 to 104. But he played over 40 minutes. It's the first time he's played 40 or more since Atlanta on April 11th. He scored 21 points. He gave you 10 rebounds, also gave you six assists. Didn't have any turnovers, none. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with giving this to Miles again. Like uh, there are times where we can make cases for other people. And as yeah. well as PJ has played beside Chicago, um, this is Miles Award this year, yeah. uh, this week again. Not, a- not not this week. Yeah. But like if you're going to give it to a player, it's got to be Miles because the growth that you've seen him like how many times have we like the growth that we're seeing with these layups, not even the dunks, like the yeah. underhanded layups he's throwing up here and switching angles and finding ways to avoid like this is a legitimate step i'm not willing to call him like a corner piece corner piece yet like oh we got our number two to Lamelo, but it, yeah again, like like we're a couple we're a couple weeks away maybe a playoff t- game or two away from saying hey maybe this is real like i i, well, I, I can't believe i'm seeing what i'm seeing with with him right now Listeners aren't going to remember this because they didn't hear our conversation. It was basically us having a 25, 26 minute phone call yesterday with no one being able to hear. Mm -hmm. But we did talk about uh, Miles and the fascinating step that he's taken. I'm going to be extremely interested when Gordon Hayward comes back, what the role of Miles is afterwards. How many, how much are they going to? continue to draw things up for him, how his role is affected. Maybe we can get into a little of the takes that no one heard yesterday and rehash that later on. Um, but it's going to be fascinating to see when Gordon comes back, what James Brago decides to do with one miles bridges. So he once again, wins your ultra player of the week, a deserved award for miles. Michelob ultra evokes joy because enjoyment isn't the end of the game. It's the whole game. Also Michelob ultra contains 2.6 carbs and at 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. So let me ask you this. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? Thanks again to Michelob Ultra. We'll take a quick break. we got a couple more segments to go. We'll dissect a little bit more of that Milwaukee Bucks game when LaMelo and Malik could possibly return. Is it going to happen this week? And how do we think the Hornets game is affected when they get some of these guys back from injury? It's all still coming up on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that. Unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed. And I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live. You can get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts, and you can subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. April 29th is tomorrow. Make sure you check it out again. Mm -hmm. First round starts tomorrow at 7 p.m. And also want to talk to you guys about Built Bar. As always, Built Bar, it is one of the best sponsors that we have. We did the Built Bar Madness, a lot of fun. Coconut Brownie Chunk is a great flavor, but there are plenty of other really good flavors. They got 12 original ones. They've got six newer released flavors. They're great for the health conscious person. They're covered in 100% chocolate. What more is there to like? Free cooler with purchase while supplies last as well. When you go to BuiltBar.com, 
com, and you can use that promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 50% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So many things to like about this. We love Built Bar here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, Nada, let's talk a little bit about that game where the Hornets... They lose. It was a pretty big deficit that they had to overcome. I think down 19 at one point late in this game, but they bring it back very close in the fourth. They've got a shot. Terry Rozier misses a three pointer on the other end. Giannis hits a field goal. I think they extend their lead to six and that was about it. That was the shot that the Hornets had. And then in the end, the Bucks would extend their lead to 10 winning 114 to 104. But it was a team that brought back fight once again. This is what they do. They're never out of it. And it's it's unfortunate that this might uh, uh, call for a clutch loss, quote unquote, but it never should have been clutch in the first yeah. place after what we had seen them get down to the, the fight to get back in it was pretty impressive. And this is what I said to you before we started recording. So you got a really good game from PJ again. Mm-hmm. You got a good game from miles. Mm-hmm. You even had Devonte Graham show up for the second night in a row, hitting six of his 13, three pointers going to the free throw line. Did Devonte? How about that? Yeah. Seven of eight from the free throw line. Awesome. I th- like, that's the stuff I like to see from Devonte too, just to do something else outside of hitting threes and missing a decent amount. He had four turnovers, not necessarily Devonte like, but getting to the free throw line, I like to see. And Terry Rozier was the missing ingredient. Yeah. It was four of 17, oh of seven from three point range. Didn't go to the foul line. So didn't have a chance to hit any, had a couple of turnovers and only four assists, eight points for Terry yesterday was the fifth leading scorer and he was the missing ingredient. If he shows up and even puts up his average, then they've got a shot to win this one at this point. Like this is one of those, like you kind of want to get mad at folks, but at the same time you understand you're still missing Hayward monk and LaMelo and you're not supposed to win this, but like, I don't want to call it a moral victory because this team is at this point, Maybe a little bit too good to have moral victories, and maybe there should be expectations, dare I say. And I know I'm going back on what I'm saying, but this is not the first time I've done this on the on this podcast, and nor will this be <laughs> the last time I've done this on this podcast. So I get it, but I can't get mad. Why, are you getting caught between like either or land where yeah. you're, you're trying to avoid the gray area? Because look, like you don't... <laughs> This was a Milwaukee team. It's clearly a better team yeah. than what Charlotte puts on the floor. It, it's Giannis back. It's Drew Holiday. It's Middleton. It, this is a team that the Hornets didn't see the last time they played Milwaukee. It was Jalen McDaniel showing up in a big way with the injuries, but Milwaukee was starting guys like Jordan Nora. They were starting the other Atentacumpo. Uh, th- this wasn't yeah, this wasn't yeah. the same Bucks team that they beat. And and now you look at this Milwaukee for uh, uh, outing yesterday, like they've, they've got all their guys back. This is the type of team that gets to a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. And so, yeah, we don't have to call it a moral victory, but it was also a decent performance by a team that's severely outmanned and they're even outmanned when uh, when they're healthy and have all their guys on the floor. Yeah, The, the thing is, like they, they needed healthy guys in order to compete and they didn't have them. But at the same time, there were things that you didn't necessarily like. Again, Bryn Forbes getting all those open threes at that at, at that point. Like, I'm sorry. Bryn Forbes should not be the one getting off against you at all. So like that there are certain things, like certain details that should not be happening at this point late in the season. I understand Giannis is gonna be Giannis, Middleton's gonna be Middleton. And at the same time, like 
Brooke Lopez doing his thing when you're going small right. is to be expected. At the same, like all of this being said, like it was still a competitive performance. I like the fact that Devontae was absolutely one of those guys that showed up and showed up for the second game in a row. Let's see if he makes it, it makes it like three in a row. But in the episode, in the lost episode that you will never hear, <laughs> I, um, I said I really didn't care about this game. Uh, again, the Bucks game wasn't the one I was worried about. Tonight's game is. Boston right. is the game that matters because if you get a tiebreaker over Boston, that could propel you to six. And then maybe we see this Milwaukee Bucks team again with a few more guys and it's a little bit more competitive and who knows. But I'd much rather not be – again, if you're telling me that I could either be in the playing game or not be in the playing game, I'd much rather not be in the playing game and have another shot at these guys because this was a fun series thus far. Well, and really not a whole lot of harm done with this loss by Charlotte. One, it's against Milwaukee and Milwaukee's a top three seed. You never had a shot of catching them in the standing. So who cares in that regard? Then you look at Miami. They lost their game. You look at the Indiana Pacers. They lost their game. By the way, the over under for that Pacers trailblazers game was over 240 and they hit the over. Wow. <laughs> uh, they, they hit the over on that. I had a buddy text me. I was like, what am I missing here? I was like, yeah, man, you know, Pacers defense, not very good. They've been scoring a lot of points here lately. He's like, I'm scared of this bet. It smells. And sure enough, it, it did. They actually hit the over on a number for 240 in that game. But the Pacers lose. Washington loses. The only team that you really care about who won was Chicago. And the Hornets still have a four-game lead on Chicago. So not a whole lot of harm done here as far as the standings go. But tonight against Boston, you look at that game as a lot more important, in my opinion. I totally agree with you. And you know what Boston did yesterday? They lost to Oklahoma City Thunder. Yep. The Thunder, it's a team that's actively trying to tank. It was a, it's a team that lost 14 straight. The Thunder snapped a 14-game skid with a 119-115 to 115 win over the Celtics. And this was yesterday. So the fact that you're playing a second night of a back-to-back, -back, that's negated by Boston having done the same thing. Now, maybe you could go with the narrative type of script saying, hey, this is a Celtics team that's angry that they lost to Oklahoma City. They're going to show up tomorrow night. They're, they're going to show up tonight. It's at home. They're looking to bounce back. Maybe that could be the case, but um, and may maybe they're angry about what happened against Charlotte just on Sunday. So, you know, we'll see. But uh, we, we know that the Hornets, they, they, they beat them on Sunday. Yeah, they they look pretty good doing so. And they, and they didn't play awful last night against Milwaukee. So there's a shot. Not a, there's a shot that they could uh, get the tiebreaker over Boston. That'd be a pretty damn significant tiebreaker. That, that's a very significant tiebreaker because then at this point, like, it goes back to what I said earlier. Like this is gonna be, this could determine whether you, whether you're banished to the playing game no matter what, or you have a chance if you win enough games and the schedule is soft enough towards the back of it to where you can make up some headway and a lot of these other teams could lose and this becomes a conversation where I'm not saying fives in play but definitely six and if six is in play. Yo, that's perfect because that means you get an extra couple of days to rest. You get that time to get another enough of your guys back. You get practice time. So I, this is kind of big. And also, Walker, we know Kemba Walker's not playing, but if Tatum doesn't play, like yeah. that changes the entire equation. To like, I'm not going to say no excuses. I'm not. I just want to see a competitive <laughs> game. 
Like <laughs> it infiltrates your mind every time yeah. though now. Yeah, you're, no, because yeah, again, you're scared I get to go made there. fun of by Rick Bennell for it. So that's of course <laughs> it's gonna be in my head. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we can go no excuses anymore, but you're right. It, it's it's tantalizing. It really is. It, it gets it gets pretty damn interesting. Yeah, so I went through some of the teams behind him. The Miami Heat, they're in the seventh seed. They're a game and a half up on Charlotte. The Hornets own the tiebreaker between those two franchises. Boston is in the sixth spot. They're in a, a game and a half up on Charlotte. Charlotte playing for the tiebreaker tonight. Atlanta is three and a half games up in the five spot. New York is three and a half games up in the four spot. That's the Eastern Conference standings as it is right now. Let's talk about Bet Online AG. It's the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as well. The NFL draft is on, the Kentucky Derby is back, and the first leg of the Triple Crown, it begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA, action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news and you can sign up for bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore don't do that as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts promo code locked on also Listen to Locked On Bets as well. Crazy how many hits Locked On Bets has. We're giving you all sorts of content uh, content on the Locked On Podcast Network, so make sure you're checking it all out. The NFL Draft, live show that we're doing tomorrow night, also Locked On Bets to make sure we put a little bit of green in your pocket while you're watching sports. we got one more segment to go on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. I do not like the MB2 nickname. That Lame- oh, it's bad. Lamelo, come yeah. on, man. I mean, look, I, I love everything else about you, but the MB times two. How in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I yeah. that's that's bad. We can't allow him to create, and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do that. No, exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. You can follow the Locked On Today pod on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Nada, I apologize once again for you just because, one, I feel sorry because it's like the worst feeling ever. And I know it wasn't you, but the worst feeling ever is when you watch something falling down made of glass and it's everything that happens in slow motion as that piece of glass or that whatever it is falls to the ground and then crashes all over the place. That's just something that you kind of had some experience. Yeah. 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 That was literally like the, uh, just in between recording this second break, literally, I just saw a whole bunch of crashing, falling glass that we're going to have to clean that I'm going to clean up. (laughs) So yeah, it it was kind of, it's kind of wild right now. And I mean, honestly, just like, that's just a pain because now you got to worry about like, cutting your foot and making sure everything's up oh yeah it's not just sweeping walker it's sweeping mopping vacuuming making sure everything because again you don't want you don't know who's going to be over your house that next day so therefore like you have to make sure everything is clean so again broken glass is like the worst thing to clean up ever basically 
Oh, no, it is. And and you never feel you could have that be the cleanest part of your household. And still, you're not going to have the peace of mind walking over that for a while barefoot because you think there's going to be just that little shard of glass that you can't see that is going to get stuck in your foot. There's just no peace of mind walking barefoot over that spot for at least a week. It's like, okay, this is going to be the time. I know I'm going to hit it. I'm really scared to walk mm-hmm. over this barefoot. I'll say this a little like one of the weird talents that I have is I've actually done a really good job in my life catching things that are falling to the ground with quick reaction time. And it's one of the, just the weird things that I, do you use the, do you use your foot to try to break the fall? Have you used that strategy before when things are falling to the ground and like your phone when you, yeah, when you drop your phone, it's an excellent strategy. I've saved so many things kicking my foot out, trying to break the fall of things that have uh, that were heading towards the ground and was able to make sure that I could salvage those products. So anyways, just if you need some help next time, there you go. You are welcome. That advice will help for the last episode that no one is ever going to hear. All right, so we have, so we have the Boston Celtics game tonight, Nada, and as you mentioned, they could be without a couple of guys, Kimba Walker, um, you know, maybe Jason Tatum, and the Celtics. They're in a bad way again. You know, this was a team, man. Uh, it, it's been a team that's massively underperformed their expectations. They had gotten all the way to the four seed. They had gone through that stretch where I'm trying to count it up right now, but basically in a eight game, nine game sample size. They had only lost to the Philadelphia 76ers, one of the top three seeds in the Eastern Conference. But now they've lost three straight and they've lost four of their last five. They lost to the Bulls. They actually beat the Suns 99 to 86. And then they lose to Brooklyn. They lose to the Hornets and then they lose to the Thunder. And we don't know what's going to happen tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. Sam Perley actually of Hornets.com just tweeted out a nice little gem of some stats as he often does. He says the Hornets are six and six on the second leg of a back-to-back this season while the Celtics are five and seven. Charlotte is 0-8 at TD Garden since the start of the 2016-17 season and hasn't beaten Boston in consecutive games overall since December 10th, uh, since December 10th, 2014 to January 5th, 2015. So odds against the Hornets based on recent history. But if you've got some injuries for the Celtics, the way that the Hornets were able to perform on Sunday, who knows? Maybe this is the time that they can uh, uh, put an end to their misery against Boston. So if there's any year to break a streak and bring it, bring it back to 2014, I think this year would be a great year to do it. And honestly, like at this point, this game is necessary. This game puts you within a half a game of the Boston Celtics, who clearly are like there's something weird that they may need to sage the building, like Kate, like Kyrie did earlier. Or <laughs> yes. that. Like I just I don't know. I don't know. Is there a reverse effect on Sage where if somebody else does it, then you actually get bad luck rather than just the person saging the building gets good yeah, luck? Yeah, that, that might have happened that to Boston this rever- year. Yeah, that might have been a reverse saging that Kyrie did. And again, if anything, if he's got that technique, then yo, he needs to let everybody else know. Because like, like, yeah, he honestly, does. That's kind of wild. 
Kyrie is leaps and bounds. We all thought it was just a farce, but instead Kyrie is leaps and bounds and light years away from all of the way that we should be thinking. Um, real quickly, just one other thing. In the last episode, we talked about Cody Zeller, nada, and we were discussing his DNPCDs the previous two games heading into the Milwaukee yes. contest last night. Well, it happened again. Cody Zeller, he's no, just he's not, not a part of the rotation right out. now. Uh, Borrego refusing to go to him. It doesn't mean that Borrego won't go to him at all the rest of the season. Hell, Borrego was talking about it last night that the second night of a back-to-back, maybe he would extend his rotation a little bit more. He's sticking with eight guys as it stands currently, but we've seen Borrego change it on a whim. You know, who knows who's going to be playing night in and night out. But three DNP CDs for Cody Zeller in a row, nada. And we discussed, you know, I would like to see Cody more than biz. I think you're playing the worst player when you put biz out there for over 20 minutes, like you had at the previous two games and Cody's just not getting any minutes whatsoever. Um, but also it's an interesting conversation too, about Cody Zeller's future with this team where we, we know Borrego has played with Cody's minutes a ton this year. And he, and he did it last year. And so I don't know what Cody Zeller's future is going to be with this team, where at first I thought, all right, they're likely going to move on. And then at the beginning of the season, I was like, you know what? He's playing well enough to where it would warrant a decent contract for him to come back and at least provide some depth, if not actually have the starting job again to mentor a young guy they bring in. Now I think it's entirely possible both Biz and Cody is gone. Verdon Carey, Nick Richards are still projects next year, and they have a veteran or another young guy, like just kind of a completely revamped center rotation oh, no, heading into next season. They're absolutely going to have a revamped center position at this point. Like I, I truly do believe that, like... there's just too much i've seen entirely too much of just the center position to where like biz biz broke out a left-hand hook that looked kareem like and and i still was like yo you know (laughs) what you could say or go next year and it wouldn't bother me at this point even though i do think he'll be back on literally the minimum minimum next year i do think he'll be Mm -hmm. back but like this, this team needs two centers, and I'm not sure one of the two is is either Richards or Carey. They're gonna have to make a decision on that at some point, and I think it's gonna have to be a Rashawn Holmes or some other form. We know the answer is not Drummond. We know that this building does not love Drummond nearly enough to pay him to do a job to to do the center job here. So I just wonder who who this center is gonna be right now, and I, I don't know, like. There's enough for there's enough uh, there's enough of a sample size to understand that like Cody Zeller's gone and unfortunately that's where we are at this point and I, I'm sad to see it happen like this I'm sad to see Cody Zeller end his career in Char- Charlotte the way he's 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 going out right now. Yeah, I mean it, it's and I don't know what Borrego is going to do as the season continues to dwindle down just because we know he messes with his rotation constantly, but it, and I don't have a problem at all that PJ's the five. I, I talked about wanting to get to that a lot sooner than what they did at the beginning of the season. Hell just lean all in on offense. And then as the year went on, PJ got a lot better defensively as a five with this team, but Cody not getting any minutes in exchange for biz getting over 20. I don't love it understanding that there still is a need for center on this franchise. We'll see if James Brago decides to go back to Cody Zeller before the season is over and done with. All right, I'm going to save this one, Nada. I'm going to put this in the Google Drive. I'm going to immediately save it, and then I'm going to upload it, 
within a minute of me saying goodbye to you and everyone else. I'm holding you to this. That wraps I'm up. You, <laughs> you should. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Hornets. Thanks again to Michelob Ultra for supporting the show. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on NBA. Hollinger and Duncan, any show on the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. And remember, we will do our mail bo- uh, mailbag episode tomorrow. We had been doing it on Wednesdays. We're just going to give Michelob Ultra their own show. It's a lot easier. We get some content for the player of the week. So, we'll, And it makes the money guys happy, more importantly. For sure. And we like making that cash flow. We, we, you know we like that. So we're going to give Michelob Ultra their show on Wednesday and not have to try to crowd everything into one episode. We are going to do a mailbag episode tomorrow at Lockdown Hornets, at Not of the Scribe, at Walker Mail. We see those questions. We're going to try to get to all of them as much as we possibly can. That's going to be tomorrow. Again, all those Twitter handles you can send in for the mailbag episode. We'll be back. We'll read those questions uh, tomorrow. Lockdown Hornets, Lockdown Podcast Network.